Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And the closeted gay partner of the mortician is actually the evil genius mastermind. What? And if you didn't want to know that, or if you didn't want to solve that mystery, mm. then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Wow, I have no idea what that's for. I really have no you idea. You do. I'll explain later. Okay. You we'll don't talk, want to spoil we'll it for the, the, the audience. Show. Yes. We'll, well we never do. You know, every time we finish recording, we just stone face look away from each other and Matty D just walks out of the studio yeah. and I do the same. I don't like talking to you outside the no, show. No, we don't talk to each other outside the show at all. Yeah, the show is the only reason we ever discuss yeah, anything. exactly, exactly. We wouldn't be friends if we weren't doing this show. We're friends now. Yeah, okay. We wouldn't be colleagues if we wasn't <laughs> for doing Podcast the show. Podcast colleagues. Anyway, so if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome, welcome. Matty D's just about to explain what we do on this show. Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> what we do here at Potential Spoilers is we, we look at all the movies that are coming out, if they are coming out, yeah. or if they're just Netflix specials. Yes, like and this we, week. We look at all the promotional materials, most of which includes a trailer. Sometimes it includes posters or any information we can get about the movie itself. And then we go away and try to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. That's absolutely right. And this week we're talking about a movie that was supposed to come to cinema. It was. I bet you're surprised to learn that. Well, apparently not. You knew. But it is instead going to Netflix. So it was originally being distributed by Warner Brothers, but they ended up selling it to Netflix because they didn't think that this was worth the push going to cinemas. Mm. I, I don't think they're necessarily saying it's a bad movie. By the way, we haven't said what the name of the movie is as of yet. I mean, you would know if you're listening. Yes, because you've seen the title of the episode. But of course, we're talking about Enola Holmes. But as I was mentioning before, it is going straight to Netflix. I think it's actually coming out in two weeks on Netflix. So if you want to check this movie out, it's coming out relatively soon, though I don't know what the interest is going to be. You can wait a fortnight to see how accurate our prediction is. Yeah, that's right. For a change. It's like the good old days. Yeah, it is, isn't it? What nostalgia. Yes. So Enola Holmes. So this is actually based on a book series called The Enola Holmes Mysteries. And I believe the series is written by a woman called Nancy Springer. They were written about 10 years ago. And this is the first big screen adaptation. It's also the first time that I've ever even heard of this series. Yeah, me too. Until I started doing research for the show. And you'll be proud of me. I uh, did not cheat. Really? I was like, oh, this is a book series. I'm not looking at it. Wow. Okay. Well, believe it or not, I'll, I'll let everyone off the hook now. I did look at the plot of the book series. Oh, did you? Just in case Maddie D decided to cheat. <laughs> so, so you I, cheated. Well, no, what, what I did. Me. What I did, again, I'm being completely honest here. I wrote out my plot. I thought about everything in advance. Yeah. And then I checked the plot of the book. And you were like, oh my God, these are identical. <laughs> well, what are the odds? We'll get there. We'll get there. But I wanted to make sure that I knew what happened in the actual book series. Who knows if the same thing will happen in the movie. They probably will like bump up the action for the actual movie. But Well, they might not even go by the book series at all. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I can tell you, uh, having read the plot of the first book, they are going by the book series. But I really wanted to make sure that Matty D didn't cheat. So we'll know. You'll also know from my plot as well that I didn't actually cheat because there is a fair few differences in my plot to the actual plot of the book. But yes, I just wanted to make sure that we're all above board here. So I waited until after I prepared everything. So my apparently you can't use a little a little inspiration from Detective Pikachu, the video game, yes. in your Detective Pikachu plot, because otherwise you'll uh, you'll be hearing never about gonna it live for the entire down. run of this show. Yeah, that's right. You're never going to live that down. Now, of course, Enola Holmes is based on Sherlock Holmes, which of course is a very famous book series written by Arthur Conan Doyle. Now, believe it or not, there are only four Sherlock Holmes novels, but there are 56 short stories. Have 
Have you read any of them, Matty D? Yeah, I had we'll some of the your, originals. We'll get to your history in a second, but I've never read a Sherlock Holmes book in my life. It paints a very different Sherlock than the character we get to see in uh, movies. Yeah, probably. that's right. Now, everyone knows the famous quote, elementary, my dear Watson, uh. but that's something that was never, ever said by Sherlock Holmes in any of the books. I yeah. would think that's funny. It's one of those like Mandela effect yeah. things of something that's occurred just in people's minds, but it's never actually occurred in real life. Well, I think it, I think they did it in a movie or something. Yeah, they must have, because there's been several movies about Sherlock Holmes, because the character's pretty much in the public domain at this point. Because I feel like people know the the movies or the TV shows more than the book itself. Like, Yeah, that's right. The impression of the character has changed, kind of similar to James Bond, if yeah. we're going to throw our regular James Bond reference yes, out there. Yes, that's right. So, of course, Sherlock Holmes is always joined by his trusty companion, Dr. Watson, who is a doctor, believe it or not, <laughs> from his name. Get out. Really? <laughs> Does he have a limp or something? Is that his character trait? Like he. Not- Always. I mean, he's he a military. A he's an ex-military man. Yeah, that's right. And he's the straight man to Sherlock Holmes, who's very eccentric, excitable, yes. a, a genius. He kind of pulls Sherlock down. He's he's his life partner. Uh, oh, really? Very serious. You know, Not in that way, of course. In a, friend, yeah. in a friend way. Very professional, usually. Yes. Um, so you probably know more about it than I do. Yeah, sometimes he has like a limp or, you know, a knee thing, but not always. No. Usually a mustache. Yes. Typically has a mustache, but sometimes not. Now, I also think it's important to point out that Sherlock has a brother called Mycroft Holmes, who is just as smart as Sherlock Holmes when it comes to solving mysteries, but because he hates fieldwork so much, he's not out there solving mysteries. He's just hanging around home all day. He's lazy. So he isn't at the same level as Sherlock Holmes because of that reason. Yeah, he's a... He's a Sherlock that lacks direction. That's right. Just like a, me. Like, yes. I'd be good at everything, but I just like yeah, direction. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, another thing that I wanted to point out, you said that the books paint a very different picture of Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Now, apparently he was a drug addict. Yes, he was. He did a fair amount of drugs in his time. He did. Was, did they cover that in any of the books that you read? Yeah, yeah. You see that in the books. And didn't Robert Downey Jr.'s... Oh, I don't think he did. No, was, I don't think really he did. was really a drug addict. It was no. He, yeah, no. He was eccentric. He was very much channeling Johnny Depp in those movies. Mm. But no, I don't think he was a drug addict. Yeah, no, they, they highlight that yeah. in the book. And another thing about Sherlock Holmes is he doesn't trust women. I didn't get that. He doesn't have any romantic relationships because he's just like, women are always very deceptive. So he just doesn't feel one way or another about women in general. Okay. But yeah, he has said that he just doesn't trust them. I wonder if that will seep into this uh, this movie. Probably a little bit, but not too much because I think they're going to play Sherlock Holmes as very much a hero in this movie. Now, what is your history with Sherlock Holmes? I'm keen to know. So the first Sherlock Holmes-esque movie story that I came encounter encounter with was uh, Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Which, which I loved. Which isn't really a Sherlock Holmes story, but it's very much inspired by Sherlock it's, Holmes. It's, that's a Disney movie, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Sherlock Holmes, but with mice. Yeah, he, that's right. He lives and in... Rats. Uh, and rats, yeah. He lives in Sherlock Holmes's house, right? Really? Underneath, underneath oh, Baker okay. Street. So that was the first thing I ever saw, even close to Sherlock Holmes. Uh, from there, I my dad had the old books, so yep. I did read them later in life. And Is this the short stories or the actual novels? These are the actual novels. They okay. had four of them in... Oh, there you go. In uh, collection. Although they might have been the short stories. I can't really remember, but yeah. I think it was just four stories. And I've seen uh, a few of the old movies, a few of the more recent ones, the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. movies, the Sherlock TV show. My God, there's so many of them yes. now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't guess. Didn't they do like a US version of Sherlock? Where was it? Elementary is what it was called. Yeah, that's right. And I didn't watch it because I didn't like it that much. No, but there was fans of that, of that show because I think they changed. Was they, it Lucy Liu, Dr. Yeah, Watson? Yeah, they gender, they gender flipped Watson, which was a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's been so many of them, but yeah, I guess I surround yeah. you, you can't live in this world without bumping into this mythos. Yeah, so, that's right. You know, because it's in the public domain, anyone can sort of do an adaptation. And I and I 
enjoy it and I enjoy when they change things up. But I'm yeah. getting to a point now where I'm kind of getting tired of it. I'm like, yes. oh, here, here we go. Okay, another Sherlock thing. Okay, he's very flamboyant and eccentric, but he's different somehow, even though it's the same yeah, He's going to solve the mystery um, and it's going to be in a way that you wouldn't I, expect. I really liked what they did in the Sherlock TV show with uh, Anthony Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah, the BBC one mm. from uh, Benedict, sorry, Benedict. <laughs> Anthony Cumberbatch. Not Anthony. Not Anthony. I don't know who you're thinking of. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my history in a nutshell. So, you definitely know way more about it than I do because I've never even touched a Sherlock Holmes yeah, novel. A, a little bit, a little bit. I read a little bit about, I read a little bit in the books and I also did a little bit of my own research just because I was interested in what the character was like yeah. before Hollywood got its grubby hands on it. And it might help you out with the plot of this movie as well. I doubt it because I think that the Sherlock's Sherlock- going to be like a secondary character in this movie. Well, also, I think they're going to use Sherlock as the Hollywood interpretation of Sherlock. Right. Yes, of course. It's not going to be shooting up in the in the background. Well, Sherlock wasn't that bad in the books, I remember. He was just very excited. Apparently, when he wasn't working on a case, he was doing drugs just to yeah. keep his mind occupied. Yeah, so Sherlock's thing was that he was miserable unless his mind was active, which was yeah. when he was on a case. And when he was on a case, he was kind of like a giddy schoolchild. Yeah. And movies after that seemed to just play with him just being, you know, a genius, a sociopath, a flamboyant... Yes. mathematical genius. He wasn't that over the top in the books from my no. recollection of him. No, they're going to make him a little bit more interesting he was for just somebody, modern audiences. He was just somebody who was really into his job. Yes. That was it. Yes. Now, my history with it, as I said, I haven't touched any of the novels. I've only seen a couple of the movies. I've unfortunately seen the Robert Downey Jr. movies because mm. I really didn't, you didn't like, like those. Them? No, I really didn't. Um, but I did really like that BBC series, Sherlock, from 2009, it ran all the way till 2017. Yeah, I think that was I only good. saw the first season because there's something like 90 minute episodes, aren't they? It's like three 90 minute episodes per season. Yeah. So I don't know if that show ended up being good in the long run, but what I saw of it was amazing. I really enjoyed what they did. It was very much a modern interpretation of Sherlock, uh, and it was done like I don't know an action movie basically, but not in the same way that the Robert Downey Jr. series did. And I also own a couple of Sherlock Holmes video games. Oh, yeah? I'm yet to play a single one of them, but I own two. Something called uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Devil's Daughter or something like that. And then there was another one as well. But I own them and I intend to play them one day. But it's never just been the right situation where I'm like, you know what? It's time to play a little bit of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. It looks like an interesting game series, but yeah, just haven't played it yet. Just haven't played Can't it. Can't speak to it. Maybe I should after this he kinda, episode. He kind of bops his head here and there, doesn't he, old Sherlock? Um, yes. From Hell, the graphic novel and also the movie with Johnny Depp, he was in that. Yes. I mean, he's not officially Sherlock in that, but he's no. supposed to be, and I hated that movie. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. And uh, is he in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No, Moriarty is in League yeah, of that's Extraordinary right. Gentlemen. So he's referenced in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but he isn't actually a character in either the movie or the comics. And kind of kick-started the whole genius detective, things like yeah. Monk, Columbo would take in afterwards. Yeah, very much so. So he was pretty much the boilerplate for that sort of He's the granddaddy sort of, of the whole thing. Yes. I always wanted to have, and I think this is the Basil the Great Mouse Detective in me, I always wanted to have his like coat and hat, his little cap, his duck hat. Isn't it called like a deer hunter? Something like that, yeah. I'm pretty sure the hat's called like a deer hunter hat. Yeah. But I do like his coat. I don't think I could get away with like a deer hunter hat. <laughs> Maybe not. But back to Enola Holmes. Of course, we've talked so much about Sherlock Holmes. He isn't even the main character in the movie. Of course, Enola Holmes is the sister, the younger sister of both Mycroft Holmes and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, not the daughter. Not the daughter at all, uh, because Sherlock would not be married and would not have children because he's just not interested in that sort of stuff. But did you know that- Unless it's solving a case. Yes. Well, he does actually marry a woman to solve a case, and it's just under false pretenses. And then basically at the altar, he's just like, oh, by the way, I was just lying to find out information. (laughs) See you later. Wow, what a jerk. Anyway, 
Did you know that the the Conan Doyle estate actually sued Netflix over this movie? Really, did they? They did because they reckon that just from the trailers alone, they've deduced that Sherlock Holmes has emotions and Sherlock Holmes never had emotions in the book series until 1923. And because that was less than 100 years ago, those books are still in copyright. So they're going, because Sherlock Holmes has emotions, we just presume from the trailer, right. you can't actually use that depiction of Sherlock Holmes because we still have books that portray him with emotions. So you can't have him with emotions so and not use it in the public You can have Sherlock domain. if Sherlock doesn't have emotions. That's right. But if he has emotions, then it's copyright. Yeah, that's right. Right. It seems very petty to me. Seems and again, they just deduced petty. this from watching the trailer. Like so you he, can write- He might have had a wry smile and he goes, ah, uh, that's an emotions. emotion. What if he's pretending to have emotions? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For a case. How do we know mm. that he's not just pretending Don't to know. have emotions? Don't, what? That's ridiculous, really. That's what the. So I could write a Sherlock Holmes movie, and if he doesn't have emotions, I can get away with it. Yeah, that's right. I'm making some money now. Maybe we should do like <laughs> a Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Let's write a Sherlock Holmes movie. Plot in one of our special episodes. Cash that Maybe in. not. Maybe not quite like you. I'm quite sick of the whole Sherlock Holmes thing. Like it's been done to death, and I don't think this movie is going to help it at all. Yeah. Oh well, you never know. It could be amazing. Unless could be they amazing. make a live-action Basil the Great Mouse Detective movie with real mice. Yes. I don't want to see it. <laughs> yes. So what do we know about this movie so far? What do we know about Enola Holmes One at this stage? One singular trailer is all we have. Yep. And that's all they need to release because the movie's coming out in two weeks. That's all they need to release. Um, we have Enola Holmes. She introduces herself. She breaks the fourth wall and tells her a little bit about yep. what has happened to her. That I'm her not sure if that's the case in the novels but I'm presuming so maybe I mean it might be a first person novel don't know and she tells us that her mother has disappeared and she's off to find what happened to her that's right that's basically the meat and potatoes and she calls up Mycroft and Sherlock to help her out but they don't seem to help her out very much no and we'll get into it as we talk about so she's going to do it on her own that's right sisters are doing it for themselves that very much seems to be the message of this movie now let's talk about who's in the movie of course we've talked about it before starring as Enola Holmes herself is Millie Bobby Brown who you said off air is very much channeling Emma Watson in this movie (laughs) is it because we're actually hearing her natural British accent well, rather than a put I on mean, American that's accent. Her, that's her natural accent. I don't think I can say she's putting on Hermione Granger. It just sounded to me like Hermione Granger. It does. She does sound a lot like Emma Watson. Doesn't really look like her, but sounds if you just close your eyes and listen to her voice, she sounds exactly so like Emma Watson. I don't think she's putting it on. I just think it's just a funny coincidence for me. Yes. So, of course, we've talked about Millie Bobby Brown in Godzilla King of the Monsters where mm-hmm. I don't think she was that great in it, but most people was know Was anybody her. there? Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla was great <laughs> oh, in that Oh, wait. Ken Watanabe was yeah, great of course, with his obsession with Godzilla. But anyway, most people know and appreciate Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, where she's excellent. And her music career. She has a music career? Yeah. Imagine people life in peace. I'm not aware of this at she, all. Are she's you sure? a musician, absolutely. Really? I had no idea. I'm going to have to see if this is true after the show. <laughs> and her weird relationship with Usher. Let's not forget about that. Mm. Oh, no, was it Drake? It was Drake. It was Drake. That's right. More like Drake's weird relationship with her, but let's yes. move on. Yeah, let's move on. We don't want to get into risky territory. Next up, playing Sherlock Holmes himself, is Henry Cavill. who's Witcher. someone We've never talked about before. Of course, he played Geralt in the Witcher series, but that's not what he's best known for. That's no. probably like his biggest role now, but most people know him as Superman. Yeah. From, what is it, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League. That's very much his modern role. But he was also that guy with the mustache from Mission Impossible. (laughs) The mustache was really important. Yes. Really important. Yes. They really needed that mustache for the movie, which is why he had that CGI removal of the mustache in, was it Justice League or was it Batman vs. Superman? Uh, It it was one of them. I think it might have been both of them. Yeah, it could have been. 
How long were they making that Mission Impossible movie for? Who knows? Now, was it five or six? I can't remember. I don't know. Don't yeah, look I at don't me. remember either. Um, I love him though, and yeah, I've come around to him. I, I never used to like him. I don't know. He's he's always been good. I liked him as Superman. I really actually liked him in Man of Steel, and I like he seems really good in Witcher. I haven't seen yeah, a lot of that. He's but good in The Witcher. He did an excellent portrayal of the character. And from what I can see in this trailer, he seems to make a good Sherlock. Yeah, showing a little bit of emotion. Yeah, but uh, got him in know. trouble. Mm, careful, Henry Cavill. I don't think he needs to do too much in this movie. Just sort of just needs to be a presence. Yeah, which is probably why they hired Henry Cavill in the first place. Which is what they're probably going to do. And now playing the brother of Sherlock Holmes, Mycroft Holmes, and also the brother of Anola Holmes for that matter, yeah. is Sam Claffin. I hope that's how you say his name. Now you may think, oh, that name sounds a little bit familiar, or maybe you don't think it sounds very familiar, but he actually played Brock from Charlie's Angels, which is a movie we've talked about before. Did he really? He was Brock from the Brock Corporation. Ah. Which is actually, I think, what the corporation is in the movie, but we'll get to that episode. The latest Charlie's Angels movie. Yeah, that's right. The one I we th- talked about. Still haven't seen it, so. Oh, okay. Did you forget about that movie as well? Like I just did? No, not completely, but I forgot. Did we mention him in the movie, in the episode? I don't think so, but we definitely mention him a lot in our plots. Okay. And he is a, an important character in the actual movie too, right. so this won't be the last time that we talk about him. Okay. But if you haven't seen him in Charlie's Angels, which I don't blame you for because I don't think anyone <laughs> saw that movie except for me, he was also in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. He was like the Will replacement character in that movie who fell in love with a mermaid. And he was also in The Hunger Games as a character I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I read that in his IMDb. Now, he sort of looks like he's going to be somewhat of a like an antagonist in this movie. What do you think? I think he's going to represent the ideals of the time. Yeah? Yeah. You don't reckon he'll be like too much of a like a like an obstacle for Enola in this movie? I think they'll both be kind of an obstacle. I'll go yeah. into it in my plot. Okay, but I think enough. he's going to... Holding rep- your cards very close to he's, your chest. He's going to represent men do this, ladies do this yeah. kind of thing. He's got a mustache. He has a mustache, yeah. And the last person I want to talk about playing the mother of all the Holmeses, Eudoria Holmes, is Helena Bonham Carter. First time talking about Helena yeah, on we've the gone, show. We've gone almost two years and we've never even mentioned Helena Bonham Carter. Wow. Now, what do we know her from? The first thing that jumps to my mind is Fight Club, but then I she was also... That, I thought Fight Club as well. Bellatrix Lestrange. Harry Potter, of in course. In the Harry Potter movies. Um... Basically, Sweeney any movie, Todd. yeah, any movie with Tim, any movie with Tim Burton, Tim Burton's in involvement. The two were actually married, but they've divorced quite recently. Oh, really? Did you know that? I didn't know they she divorced. started dating someone else. Who the I director of know. this? Yeah, probably <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Yes, Helena Bonham Carter. How do you feel about her in general? How do you think she'll go in this movie? Wow. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Basically tugging at his collar. Why not? Because um, I'm the same. I don't know what it is about it. I don't think she's ever wronged me, but I, I just don't really like her in movies. Like when I see her in the cast, I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to like this movie now. Yeah. There's some things, there are some movies that I've seen her in that I like her in, but for the most Such part, as? Fight Club, she was good in. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Lay Miz, she was appropriately mm. annoying. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that was the movie's fault though. <laughs> Yeah, something about her is just irritating to me, and I'm sure you're the same way. But people love her, though. Yeah, people. So I don't want to bag anybody out. I'm sure she can do a great performance, but I just I think she's just had a bad track record. I used to, I used to absolutely concerned. hate her, but now I'm kind of numb to her. Now, now I kind right. of accept this is this is Helen Bottom Carter. This is what she does. She overacts a bit. I think that's what the issue is, but not in a good way. Not in a, not like in a, a fun way. Not in a, like Nicolas Cage way. Yeah, she's always the eccentric person. Yeah, and I yeah. think here is not going to be any exception. Well, I don't think she's going to be in the movie too much, but from what no. I see she. I, I don't think she's going to be that bad. I don't think she's going to be her usual annoying self. We'll see. As far as we're concerned, why are we bagging out poor old Helena Bottom? Why does she deserve it? Probably not. Anyone can bag us out any day of the week. You're more than welcome. Let's get into our plots. So, which one of us is going to go first with this one? 
Ooh, which one went first last time? Antebellum. I think you went first with Antebellum. Okay, well, do you want to go first then? Yeah, I'll go first this time. Oh, this be my is guess. a conversation that we insist on having on air. I know for a fact that Matty D, he actually contacted me the other day. He said that he spotted something in the trailer that he feels very confident about. Yes. He said he saw a detail that he's not sure that I picked up. I solved a puzzle in the trailer. Oh, there you go. I think I solved the same puzzle, though. So you're going to be disappointed, Matty D, that you didn't get that one. Oh, really? <laughs> We'll see, did we'll you, see. Did you uh, decode the, the Scrabble letters? Yes, I did. But okay. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. All right. So I think the movie itself will open similarly to the trailer. So we'll see Enola Holmes will be introduced to her. I spent so long on that, by the way. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that Hopefully you got I'm that. not too much time. But yeah, we'll be introduced to her. She breaks the fourth wall, as we mentioned already. She speaks directly to the audience and she explains basically like, I'm the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. And that's your Millie Bobby Brown voice there? Yeah, it is. I'm dead on, I know. Now, I'm not exactly 100% sure on this detail, but I think we'll see her born, essentially. Not graphically, so. (laughs) We're not going to see Helena Bottom Carter, like, squeezing her out. The comes through. No, 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 no. Not the conception. Just the birth. So, we'll see her as a baby. And I think we might see Sherlock Holmes and Mycroft Holmes. As, like, young boys? As young boys or maybe teenagers. But I don't think they'll be around very much through Enola Holmes' upbringing. So I I also think that the movie will open with her riding her bike to the train station like we see in the trailer. And the whole time she's explaining her backstory to us. She's basically trying to catch us up with where she is presently. And so through this sort of like flashback, we'll see Enola being brought up by her mother Eudoria. And she's taught all the important life skills that she needs to basically make it in the big bad world as a detective, basically. I think Eudoria has this thing of making her children very intelligent. Maybe she's very intelligent herself. Well, you'd presume so, wouldn't you? Yeah. But we see her bottle feeding a lamb. We see her learning to sword fight. We see her studying maths and science and all sorts of things. So she's going to be a certifiable genius, basically. And another thing that's important to point out is that Eudori will teach Enola how to solve puzzles and secret codes. And I think it's going to be important as well that all of her secret codes, when you figure out what they are, they're always presented backwards. So it's a thing that you always have to switch around. Like her name. Yes, exactly. Because Enola backwards is alone. Which is really sad when you break it down like that. I don't know why Eudoria thought it was a great idea to give her daughter that name, but... Well, well, she gave she gave her other kids Sherlock and Minecraft. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So one of the ways that you'll see Eudoria teaching Enola how to solve cryptographs and, and things like that is through the use of Scrabble tiles, which we've already spoiled. Mm-hmm. After this introduction, one morning we'll see Enola wakes up to find that her mother is missing and she'll frantically search the house but finds nothing but a tiny note with a series of random letters on it. So, of course, as we just mentioned, using the Scrabble tiles, Enola will rearrange the letters and discover that they spell out a message which says... Enola, look in my chrysanthemums. Is that the message that you That's discovered? the message I found as well. And it took you a long time to work that well, out? Well, I, I never heard of that flower before. Really? Yes. So I was like, I think mums is part of it, but I can't work out the other part of it. So the? There's the in there. Yeah, there's the and there's mums, but I can't work out what the rest is. And then I figured out it was a British plant. And I was like, and it's something that gets shown a lot in the trailer. So I was like, oh, it's yes, it's in her flower. There we go. So we both worked it out. It just her took you a little bit longer. flower patch yeah. or whatever. So that leads me to the next part of my plot where Enola digs around in her mother's bed of flowers and finds another cryptic message. This one I think is in a card, mm. uh, but she can't work out what it means. So this brings us back to modern what day. What does it look like? Uh, maybe there's a picture of a flower on the front of the card and there's just a message inside, but it just has no context to her. She doesn't understand it, which is why she needs to call in her two famous brothers. So this brings us back to modern day where she's at the train station and she meets up with Sherlock and Minecraft Holmes. 
Now, Sherlock and Mycroft aren't very familiar with Enola because they left home when she was very young. Uh, so they're very much meeting her for the first time. Uh, and Enola explains to them about their missing mother and the clues that she's left. But Sherlock and Minecraft are sure that this is just an elaborate game that Eudoria set up. She's just like, mum does this stuff all the time. <laughs> this is more of a test than an actual case. So don't even worry about it. Why are you even concerned? She'll turn up again. Now, the two brothers investigate the house and the clues, but they can't seem to draw any conclusions from them, just like Enola herself. They're like, well, there's no context to this message. It doesn't make any sense. Even if we could work out what it means, it doesn't mean anything to us because we just don't understand what it's referring to. Now, Minecraft decides that it would be best to send Enola to a boarding school or something like a finishing school for girls since Enola acts like a tomboy, which horrifies Minecraft. (gasps) We see a bit in the trailer where she's not wearing a hat and gloves. Oh my God, she went out of the house without a hat and gloves? Exactly. Now, Sherlock doesn't entirely agree with Minecraft's decision, but doesn't seem to care enough to stop him. (laughs) Because he doesn't have emotion. No, he doesn't. doesn't, We're getting past the copyright. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't care for women either. Right. Uh, now, around this point as well, we'll be introduced to Sherlock's landlady, Mrs. Hudson, who takes oh. an immediate liking to Enola. That's just a stab in the dark theory there. So are they at uh, Baker Street at this stage? Yeah. So because Enola's mum isn't around, well, all three of them, all three of their mothers, mothers, mother isn't around, obviously she can't stay there by herself. So they've taken her back to, was it? 221B Baker Street. Yeah. Something, Something along like those that. Lows. Sound, that sounds close enough, so I'm going to stick with that. Write to us if we're wrong. So they go back there, and so we'll be introduced to the landlady there as well, Mrs. Hudson. But Enola isn't going to have much time at 221B Baker Street because she's sent to the boarding school where she finds that she doesn't fit in well at all. So all the other girls are very much keen on becoming proper ladies, but no, Enola's too free-spirited and too tomboyish to ever really fit in. We see her accidentally slap a bowl of soup across another girl's face because she's slamming her hand too hard down on the table. Uh, And we'll see a few scenes of the teachers attempting to make Enola more ladylike, which always results in goofy slapstick. Now, at this stage, Enola decides that she or her brothers aren't getting any closer to finding where their mother went, and she's not getting anywhere in this school either. So she decides to escape in the dead of the night, leaving a dummy in her bed for Minecraft to find the next morning when he pays a visit. He's going to show up and be like, how's my sister coming along? Oh, she's going all right. She's just been in bed for the past three days. Yeah, she hasn't moved. Maybe she's dead. Maybe you should check on her. And of course, we he pulls down the blanket. We have a lot of ladies that die for the first day. Yes. Um, he, he pulls down the blanket. Of course, like we see in the trailer, there's a dummy there with a picture of like a, a caricature of Minecraft. <laughs> I thought it was a picture of Minecraft giving the finger. I was like, that's awesome. Did you just I, call him Minecraft? I keep, yeah. <laughs> I try so hard. I've been trying Minecraft. so hard not to I, say Minecraft. The temptation to call him Minecraft is so much. Yes. So easy. I'm just like, Minecraft. Minecraft. No, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, that's so it's Kind of like my, my crotch. My crotch. Yeah, think about it that way. Just my call him crotch. my crotch. All right, so my crotch, he finds a picture of himself. Yeah, that's right. So he and Sherlock contact the police and attempt to find Enola at all costs. And so Enola disguises herself as a boy to evade them. So she wears like Smart. a flat cap, dresses in boyish clothes, tucks her hair up so that they won't spot her in a crowd. So Enola finally works out her mother's next clue, which leads her to finding a train ticket. I don't know if it's like uh, in an envelope that she finds tucked away somewhere, but she will get this train ticket and she'll catch this designated train and finds that she's sharing a compartment with a young man named Lord Tewkesbury. What a great name. Yes, it's going to be very difficult to name. podcasting. Yes. So one of Eudoria's earlier clues mentioned Lord Tewkesbury, but because they didn't know who he was at this stage, that's why they couldn't work out the context of the message. Ah. So Enola quickly realized that he's important in some way. 
So I think that Lord Tewkesbury will be instantly smitten with Enola. By the way, he's a teenager. They're roughly around the same age, so it's not a creepy thing. Because you yep. think Lord, you think someone who's older, right? Well, yeah, you would. But he's obviously a child. Yes, that's right. So I, I think he's going to be instantly smitten with Enola. And he'll explain to her that he's the sole heir of his family's fortune since his parents recently perished at sea. Complete stab in the dark there. <laughs> Now, we're soon shocked to learn that an assassin is also on board the train and has set his eyes on young Lord Tewkesbury. Now, the two kids manage to fight off the assassin and make a daring escape from the train by leaping from the side. Again, we see this in the trailer. I love a good uh, train leaping from the side. Yes. And it also looks like Millie Bobby Brown comes very close to smacking her head on a rock in the scene. So that makes me nervous every time I watch it, even though I'm sure it was very safe. They were probably just rolling in a meadow. So Enola figures that her mother was leading her to Lord Tewkesbury to help him and decides to investigate why someone is trying to assassinate the boy. So after their scuffle with the assassin, Enola decides that she needs more combat training and with the help of the landlady, Mrs. Hudson, she manages to get into a self-defense class for women, which he quickly excels at. Again, this is something from the trailer. Enola also realizes that Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes have deduced that she's disguising herself as a young boy, so she decides to make herself into an elegant woman, which is something that they wouldn't expect her to do. So with Lord Tewkesbury's help, she buys herself a fancy dress and pretends to be posh, which is more comical than elegant in the actual film. So Tewkesbury is obviously impressed with this new look for Enola, but ultimately decides that he prefers her as a tomboy. Because <laughs> he's just like, this isn't you at all, Enola. I prefer you when you look like a boy. <laughs> Maybe I just prefer girls that look like boys. Who knows? <laughs> After dodging a few more assassination attempts, Enola discovers that Lord Tewkesbury has an evil uncle who's plotting to kill the boy. Of course. Does he have a scar on his face? No. He looks very much a, a posh man. Okay. Since that killing Tewkesbury would make him the sole heir to the family fortune. We also learn that Eudoria was investigating this case, but was discovered by the evil uncle and his minions, which forced her to go into hiding. So I just think that she's gone to another country or something like that, yeah. just to really get out of the way of this evil uncle and his bad guys. Sure, and just left to like her kids to figure yeah. it out. Well, they won't expect my Pro- kids. Oh, probably, that's my next line, actually. Probably going to die. She also figured, this is Eudoria, she also figured that Sherlock and Mycroft are too well known to investigate the case without arousing suspicion, which is why she tasked Enola with following the clues. Which is why she tasked her teenage daughter. Yes, that's right, because no one would expect her to be an investigator. So she's sort of like... What a terrible mother. Eudora sort of figures that Sherlock is sort of like Lance Sterling from uh, Spies in Disguise. Just too well known to be an effective agent. So Enola and Tewkesbury manage to find the evidence that incriminates the evil uncle and the case is solved. But that doesn't mean that the movie's over because uh, Eudora will reappear at this point and congratulate Enola and will discover that Sherlock was observing Enola the whole time but just decided to let the girl prove herself. So the whole thing basically was a big test, an elaborate Ah. test of Enola's character and she passed it with flying colours, of course. What does she get? Well, the ultimate takeaway that Enola has is that she should be herself rather than what society wants her to be. I love that message. And she discovers that she's a lot craftier than her. Uh, she's she's a lot, better than the yeah, other Yeah, she's guys. a lot craftier than her two brothers in her own way. So they're good at what they do, but she's also good at what she does. So they're each unique investigators in their own way. Uh, and this discovery leads her to becoming a private investigator herself. Oh. So when the movie wraps up, she basically will say, now I have my own detective agency. People come to me when they want minor cases solved. <laughs> Over the course of several other novels. Now, I think there will be overall a slight romance between Enola and Tewkesbury, but this is just sort of going to be hinted at, and his advances will be shut down by Enola. Mm. And that is my plot. Done. Quick and simple. Quick and simple. Hopefully the movie is too. Yes. Well, 
if it's anything like your plot and my plot, it will most likely be because we share a lot. Oh, wow. I'm very, very similar. And I actually know how the real novel goes. So I, I can safely say that I'm extremely confident with my plot. Right. I was actually very surprised when I read the plot of the novel. Oh, really? I won't spoil it for any of our listeners in case they are keen to see this movie. But yes, you would be surprised at how close my plot, I don't know about yours, is to the actual novel. Well, I'm surprised how close we are already. I'm but, excited. Let's hear it. But there is differences. So I'll go straight into it. So we're going to open with a stylized title made out of different Sherlock gadgets. That's what I'm predicting. What sort of gadget? Just as Sherlock. I have. know, like you know, like compasses and like a magnifying glass, pipes and magnifying oh, glasses, yep. and his deer hunter hat. Yeah, something deer like stalker, that. Deer stalker. That's what it's called. It's a deer stalker. Maybe like Da Vinci man. <laughs> okay, you know that sort of stuff, which spells out in Ola Holmes, right? That's okay. right. And then we get a shot of the English British countryside. And the Glad title you clarified that it was British. <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate that. And we'll see the title appear England, so we know where we are. Right. Enola Holmes will be riding her bike and she'll talk to the audience directly and she'll in- introduce herself and her life and her relationship with her mother, as we see in mm-hmm. the trailer. She'll also describe that one day she woke up and her mother disappeared, leaving no indication of where she went. A few days passed and then there was still no sign of her. And we'll see flashbacks of Helen Bonham Carter as, what was her name? Eudoria. Eudoria. I'm just presuming that's how you yeah, pronounce it because Eudoria? I've only seen it written down. I think it's Eudoria. Yeah, Eudoria. Eudoria. So she will be played off as a intended to be likable character yeah. in the in the movie. I don't know why they <laughs> cast Helen Bonham Carter to play that. No, I'm sure she'll be But fine. we'll see everything we see in the trailer. You kind of alluded to it too about yeah. her raising Enola as a free spirit and teaching her all the wonders of the world and to yeah. think outside the box essentially. So so Enola hasn't seen her mother for a while. She finds a note in one of her... A week's gone past. She's like, I'm starting to get very yeah, hungry. Yeah, well, she can fend for herself. Wish my mother taught she me can, how to cook. She can feed herself. She taught me how to do can, split an atom, but she's not fine. how to cook. Okay. <laughs> she's fine. But uh, in one of her and her mother's favorite disguise jackets, she finds a note with a, a disguise code. jacket. A disguise jacket. Okay. Well, we see in the trailer they're wearing disguises. Yeah, that's right. They wear so mustaches I and feel hats. Like, I feel like Enola's mother would leave a clue for her in a place that she would look. Right, okay. And a jacket pocket makes sense to me. So I'm thinking okay, a disguise enough. pocket. Fair enough. And the disguise pocket, okay. Yeah. And the note has the letters A-L-O-N-E-K-O-O-L-N-I-Y-M. S-M-Y. Great podcasting. S-M-Y-U. I'm so glad that you're dragging this out, even though we've already discussed it in my plot. All right. Well, you stole my thunder because I I solved this code as well. The exact same code uh, there, which pretty much tells Enola that she's got to look in her mother's flower bed. Yeah, that's right. And she figures this out by the Scrabble pieces. Yeah. And she finds the exact same thing. She finds a letter that has a little- Well, I had a card with like a picture of a flower on it. It's a decoder- which has a, a Dakota Fanning, yeah, yeah, Dakota Fanning, yeah, the actress. Um, it has a flower in the middle a and Dakota then, ring, yeah, and then around it, yeah, yeah, there's little letters so you can decode things. Yeah, she doesn't know what it is right now, and I'm I'm going out of limb here. The other thing that she finds is a bird statue. Okay, mm. now it, it's weird because in the Scrabble piece scene in the trailer, she already has that Dakota. So I was like, right. maybe she doesn't find it there, but I'm thinking maybe she looks at it one last time and goes, "What does this mean? What are you doing, Mum?" So that's my okay. uh, defense. Yeah, there. makes sense. So she thinks. What better thing to do than go to my two brothers, Sherlock and Minecraft? <laughs> Minecraft. Mycroft. My crutch, remember? My crutch. Uh, Minecraft. Sherlock and Mycroft. I love how so- with such confidence you said Minecraft. So she goes to her brothers for help and they meet her at the train station. 
Minecraft is bothered by Enola's feminism, but Sherlock is played as a likable character and is actually impressed by Augusto. Mm. And that's kind of the vibe we're going to get throughout the whole movie. So they take her back to Minecraft's manor. So he lives in this rich, wealthy manor, yeah. as we see in most movies about Sherlock. And the Holmes brothers... Remember indi- when he was naked in the BBC Yeah, series? exactly. That's Just for no reason at all. my mind. Um, the Holmes brothers aren't really close to Eudora as Enola is, and they say that she just goes off unexpectedly and she she just right. does this. Like I stuff. said in my plot, yeah, yeah. So don't think anything of it. And during the night, Enola overhears her brothers talk about her needing to be fit for society. Sherlock expresses his doubt that Enola might be right about her mother's disappearance, but Minecraft disagrees. Enola decides that her brothers aren't going to help her, so she goes and finds a chest belonging to Sherlock S. Holmes. Mm-hmm. Is what it Underneath says his shirt. on the chest. Huh? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And steals a disguise mm. and leaves a pillow dummy in her bed and escapes the manor in the morning. Wait, so this isn't in the like a finishing school or anything? No, like that. no, it is it's not. Just in Mycroft's house. Just in Mycroft's house. That's right. Okay. And the disguise is the same as in your plot. It is to make her look like a boy. So yep. it's a little cap. And I don't know why Sherlock has like little boys' clothes. I don't his, know either. But <laughs> but it's chest. clearly in the chest in the trailer. Okay. So in the morning, Minecraft realizes that she is gone. Same way that you found out in your plot yep. uh, through a funny picture, which yep. we'll all we laugh see it at. In the trailer. Sherlock finds this funny. Minecraft does not. And they put up missing posters and start tailing her for the rest of the movie and will be yep. one step behind her at every turn. Yep. So makes sense. They'll go visit the same people that she does a few steps behind her. Enola gets on and a she's smart enough to cover up her tracks. Mm, that's right. So Enola gets on a train and meets what, a For l- no real reason? Well, she's got to get to the city. Okay, yep. She's going to London. Exactly. You're coming to London. (laughs) And on this train, she meets a long-haired Lord Chooksbury. And they'll get along well, but a sinister man comes along and tries to assassinate Lord Chooksbury. There we go. I love how close we are, by the way. Enola saves him by jumping off the train. Now, Lord Chooksbury is going to be played... It's going to be a gender switch. Okay, so he's going to be like a toff. Yeah, well, just in the traditional sense. Okay. So she's going to be a damsel in distress. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. And yeah, of course, she's the capable one. She's the capable one. Dragging him around. He's yep. kind of useless and always needing to be saved. Yeah. But don't worry, he'll he'll uh, he'll prove himself in the end. And the guy who tries to kill him is the same actor, by the way, in a few famous uh, movies like or TV shows like Game of Thrones. He was also in that. Oh, really? I didn't recognize him at all. Monsters vs. Robots movie. What was that? Oh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. Okay. He's in that as well. Good actor as well. So they realize. So is he going to be a recurring character in your plot? Yeah, he's going to be okay. chasing after him that, as well. Just in that one scene. Actually, no, he's going to be recurring in mine because he's going to be the oh, same. Oh, well, assassin. stealing my points, eh? Well, I said there was a few assassination sure. attempts. It's going to be him each time. Sure. But yeah, they're after Lord Chooksbury, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So they realize after seeing their wanted posters all over the city, because both the Holmes brothers have their connections, that they're going to need to disguise themselves if they're going to evade their brothers. Oh, this and- is Enola and uh, Chooksbury. Enola and Chooksbury. Yeah. If they're going to avoid their brothers uh, and the general public, Wait, so Chooksbury's brothers are also the Holmes brothers now? Well, no. Okay. I'm saying Enola needs to evade her brothers right, okay. and the general public, and Chooksbury needs to evade the assassins. Okay. So what they do is... Just disguise him as a girl. Well, they cut his hair. Okay. And they go into a fancy ladies' attire shop, yep. otherwise known as a clothing store. 
Or dressmakers. (laughs) Or dressmakers. She dresses like a lady to evade suspicion. Anyway, during this time, they're using the paper decoder to decode messages from the newspaper that Eudora is sending. Okay, yep. Enola. So she's like the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, kind of, but in a good way. It would be interesting, though, if they made a movie where Sherlock Holmes became a serial killer. Wouldn't that be great? Well, Sherlock Holmes has caught Jack the Ripper so many times. Yes, exactly. Why not have him be Jack the Ripper? Mm, That's why he was never caught. That'd be cool. We're thinking of a better movie. (laughs) So the coded message will tell them to go to an unassuming hat store. A milliner's. And they go there and they present the bird statue that was left in the flower bed earlier on and realizes that it's a secret fight club. It's a secret organization. Fight club. With just women. Yeah. A women's fight club. A women's fight club. That's why Helen and Bottom Carter's in the movie. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Very nice. Eudora came here looking for fighters because she was trying to get a group together. Lady army. Yeah. Okay. Who would expect a lady army in this Mm, time period? No one, I suppose. Exactly. It's just like Ginger's army in uh, the Wizard of Oz series, if anyone knows that. So Enola goes there looking for answers. She has a tussle with one of the main main leaders there. Yep, okay. Proves herself in her fighting skills. And they tell her the next spot to go. So this is where we're going to go point to point. There's going to be a cellar explosion. I'm just going to cut the middle of the the plot here. They have a back alleyway scuffle with a few of the assassins. She finds that the answers to where her mother is lies in Limehouse, which is one of the main points in England where a lot of the ships and trains and things like that meet up. I'm not familiar with that at all. Well, it was in the trailer. So Sherlock and Minecraft catch her at this time and decide she's gotten into so much trouble that they're going to put her in to a death. boarding school. Okay. Wow, you go to the boarding school later on. I do go okay. to the boarding school later. While they deal with the quote-unquote adult work, there's a tear-jerking moment where Enola tells Sherlock that the world needs saving rather than they need to save the world. The world's bad and they need to yeah. uh, they need to fix Maybe it. Maybe the world should change. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that was the line from the yes, movie, it was. from the trailer, wasn't it? So Enola is rebellious and doesn't get along with a rude pair of twins slapping some soup into them because yes. they're rude and obnoxious. Which sounds funny, but it makes sense if you see the movie. And the lecturer or leader of this boarding house is forever frustrated that Enola is not doing Jeez, what she's your, told. Your version of the movie is a lot longer than mine, like a three-hour cut. <laughs> Eventually, Chooksbury comes back to save her, and they both escape. Mm-hmm. They go to Limehouse to find Eudora. She had been contacted by a pen friend who felt that they were in danger, and it a turns out... Yeah. I've never heard the term pen friend before. Because <laughs> it turns out that there was an evil organization killing wealthy people and world mm. leaders, including Lord Chooksbury, to create a necessary foreign arms industry. So they're killing the world leaders so that that brings Britain to war. So they can right. make money off their military there we go. assets. A lot more elaborate than in my plot. Everything comes to a head. The last move is they're going to blow up Limehouse because all the leaders are there. They've all located for Oh, so for it's a, a building. Special. I thought it was like a dockland. It's like it's like an area, yeah. Okay. It's like a large area. But they're doing like a celebration. They're opening something. They're doing like a ceremony. And these bad guys are about to blow up this area. And the bad guy is going to be the guy we see in the trailer with the big long mustache. Right. Um, he's kind of like a I presumed st- he was the evil uncle yeah he was yeah the guy you presume is the evil uncle he's like a stuffy aristocratic really set in his ways kind of everything that this movie is against right okay anyway they save the day they catch the bad guys the bomb doesn't go off everybody is happy they're back at the Minecraft manor and they're back at the Minecraft manor as well playing Minecraft um, so Minecraft's house is literally like made out of dirt bricks it looks exactly like a Minecraft <laughs> okay 
Sherlock speaks to Minecraft about how great Enola is, and then they realize Enola and Chooksbury are doesn't off show any emotion. on another adventure. They're like, where is she? And then they'll realize she's gone. So she teams up with Chooksbury permanently. Yeah, well, they're, they're like buddies. Oh, maybe it's like a James Bond where you know how he has the girl at the end of the movie. She's not there in the next movie. <laughs> maybe it's like that. He's just a fling. They just run off, yeah. Well, there you go. So we were very similar in a, in a lot of ways, but... Mm. Very different in a lot of ways, too. Now, I can definitely tell that you didn't cheat because that's not at all what <laughs> happens in the plot of the book. So I'm very proud of you for not cheating this Thank time, you. Matty D. So do you, dear listeners, have any ideas of what you think will happen in Enola Holmes? And you haven't just read the book and already know in advance. <laughs> you can let us know by sending us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you like, really, as long as we have an account on those pages, you know. Or you can just leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. Also, let us know if you're excited to see this movie. Yeah, excited. Well, you won't have to be excited for too long because it's coming out in two weeks. But is this something you're a fan of? Are you a fan of the Nancy Springer book series? Are you excited to see this finally? on the big screen is Millie Bobby Brown the person you imagined playing Enola Holmes yeah who you imagine would you someone older or younger please let us know and this of course leads us to announcing what we're going to be talking about next week of course we're doing another installment of actual spoilers where we look back over a movie that we predicted in the past and see how well we did compared to the actual movie and it's finally time to talk about my first ever dip into the Fast and Furious franchise <laughs> because we're going to revisit what we predicted in our plots for Hobbs and Shaw. Hey. Now, I've actually seen this movie. I'm actually quite keen to see it a second time, but I know Matty D wasn't excited about it and he no. hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. So I'm hoping that you're mildly surprised. We'll see. We'll see. Some big claims in that episode. Yeah, so and I think we did quite well, so Have we'll a see. listen to that, but we'll be certainly revisiting Fast and Furious. Well, Hobbs and Shaw. Man. Fast and Furious presents <laughs> from the makers of Sonic the Hedgehog. We'll be visiting some Dwayne Johnson. Yes, we will. Uh, who unfortunately has coronavirus at the moment. So yeah, hopefully he's that. all right, because otherwise we won't be able to talk about Black Adam in the future. Yeah, get well, Dwayne. Yes, please get well soon. And so until next week, I guess you could say that this case is solved. Elementary, you could. I told you my call. Is that a British Army Browning L9A1 in your pocket? Or are you just pleased to see me? Both. Jim Moriarty. Hi. I'm Enola Holmes, and you are... Ron Weasley. <laughs> Charmed. <laughs>